what do they call it? They call it Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What's going on, guys? Royale with cheese here, and today we have a special episode for you today, and uh, we are going to break down all of the Terminators thus far, all six. Yeah, I mean, a very interesting segment. I would say definitely an Arnold segment for all these. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is uh, kind of backs up my theory that um, movie franchises suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not very well. But, I mean, this also doesn't back up your theory on how uh, sequels are bad. It's one of the, f- like, five good sequels. Okay, now you're spoiling. Jumping uh, jumping right into the Terminator, obviously it's... um. A seemingly indestructible robot is sent from 2029 to 1984 to assassinate a young waitress whose unborn son will lead humanity in a war against sentient machines, while a human soldier from the same war is sent to protect her at all costs. Yeah, this is uh, uh, not... Would this be a star role? His first star role, Arnold? Uh, he was in Conan before this. I, there's two Conan movies before this where he's played a buff guy who w- wielded a sword. So, But I'll definitely say this is like his coming out as a popular Well, yeah, role. this propelled him into stardom, I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, he did phenomenal. I mean, not let alone James Cameron. I mean, okay, when I say Arnold did phenomenal, I said it. I mean it. He did phenomenal for Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying he's no Daniel Day-Lewis, but I'm saying he's very entertaining to watch. Yeah, this is, uh, like, this Seth hit on. It's uh, directed by James Cameron, which is kind of like Arnold. This is one of the first, this is basically the first movie that threw him into, you know, everyone's knowledge. And after this, he goes on to do uh, Aliens. So, I mean, he has a pretty successful career because of this movie. I mean, yeah. this movie costs about $6 million to make, so really cheap. Um, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously playing the Terminator. You got Lim- Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. You got Michael Bean by as Kyle Reese, and uh, those are pretty much the three main people you focus on. Like I just said, uh, Arnold comes back from the future, and he has to kill Sarah Connor because she will bear um, John Connor, which will lead the rebellion yeah. and destroy Skynet, which is the evil company that's made these AI sentient robots who basically take over the world in the future. Yeah, and uh, by the way, this actually gained seventy-eight million from the movie. That was their gross, which is pretty insane for six million budget. But with this movie, it's very interesting concept about obviously how Arnold comes back to kill her from the future. It breaks so many laws that <laughs> that I've ever heard of. But um, it definitely is a movie you should watch. Like I mean, it's a classic. Movie. It's yeah. an iconic classic. Um, I mean, obviously, then, like, something on Kyle Reese is sent back to protect her. I mean, this is, um, this is, I think, like we just hit on Arnold, one of his premiering roles. And him as a Terminator, he really only has 14 lines of dialogue throughout this whole film. And I think that's perfect. Because I don't think yeah. Arnold's that great of an actor. And I think sure. the less lines you give him, the better. And also, he's playing a robot, so he doesn't really have to say much. And it's perfect because he's supposed to be intimidating. And that's what you see, especially in this first one, is that um, the Terminator, he's really an intimidating. He's not. I feel like he turns more cartoonish. The Terminators turn more cartoonish. In these first two, they're brutal. I mean, they go around, they're killing civilians, I mean, brutal ways. And, of course, he has his leather jacket on, sunglasses, oh, and yeah. his sawed-off shotgun. And, I mean, this movie is not, like, I wouldn't say a horror or anything. It's a thriller. But, I mean, it definitely has some, like, dark scenes in it where he just blows people up with a gun. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually really like the robots. I mean, the, the robot depiction is honestly exactly what you'd think it is. Like, if I pictured what a robot would look like before I watched this movie, that's what I think they'd look like in the future. Where it basically looks human, just metal. And, I mean, then, I mean, obviously he has skin over his metal, which makes him look human. But, I mean, like, underneath. Like, that, that's, that's, it looks exactly like you think. One of the things I appreciate about the first Terminator, which they, um, they kind of expound on the Terminator in the later ones. But this one is super hard to kill, but still yet killable. Like, it still feels tangible, in my opinion. Like, yeah, this is going to take out 100 men. But the hundred and first might get it, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't feel unbeatable, but it feels still threatening enough where the common man or even an elite man won't be able to kill it, you know. And uh, just to break down this movie a little bit more, I mean, 
you have Kyle Reese come back, and uh, they have the iconic shots where they come back from the future and they have to be butt naked. And uh, he steals a homeless man's pants, and he wears that throughout the whole movie. So he's obviously smelling like piss the whole movie easily. And, um, I mean, there's a couple things that I also don't believe about this movie. Is um, So Kyle Reese comes back and tries to explain to Sarah Connor that she's, like, going to give birth to this world changer and all this stuff and how she's so important. And she doesn't buy it at first, but she doesn't put up too much of an argument. There's no way Sarah Connor believes Kyle Reese. Let's just say that right now. Is there any possible way she does? No. No. <laughs> I, I mean, that that's one thing. I mean, because at this point, Arnold, it doesn't show that he's a robot yet. It's just this kind of crazy man that comes to her and says, listen, we need to go. If Come with me if you want to live. All this yeah. stuff. And she just like, kind of is like, okay, let's do it. Like, believing this crazy, crazy story. Also... In this movie, you have eyebrowless Arnold, which is adds to his terrifyingness in this movie because he gets him burnt off, which doesn't yeah. make much sense. But uh. <laughs> no, I mean, I I like this movie a lot. I think it it it's kind of funny when Arnold is the best actor in this film because, when, like you said, when he has six lines and yet he still well, he's truly daunting. Takes it away. Yeah, it's good. He's the best I mean, actor, but I mean that. That puts a toll on the other people in this movie. Like, yeah, I think I think Linda Hamilton does good in this role. I'm just not that big of a fan of Linda Hamilton. I don't mind her as much in this one. In Terminator Two, I have a bigger issue yes, with her. Yes, I'd agree with that. But um, I think she's actually. I think she's. I'm not saying she's a bad actor actress by any means. I'm just saying like yeah, I just, I'm no, just not very sympathetic towards the character. But um, Kyle Reese, which is played by Michael Biehn, like I said, he's he's okay. He's kind of whiny in this. He's all right. I'm not. I'm not in love with it. But uh, my favorite part of the whole movie is actually Lieutenant Ed Trexler, which is um, basically what happens is Linda Hamilton goes to gets caught by the police and stuff, and she goes to the police station trying to explain this crazy story. The lieutenant's there. He doesn't believe it or whatever. But then, obviously, my favorite scene in the whole movie is Arnold comes in and just starts shooting up the whole police station and just killing everyone. And Lieutenant Drexler, he's just this guy who's no-nonsense lieutenant, but he's my favorite part of the whole movie. I yeah. mean... Now, now I will say, um, out of everyone that's ever put up a fight against the Terminator, that's not a main character. The boyfriend in this movie of who's the boyfriend? Boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I forget I don't who know it is, actor. but it's a boyfriend of one of them. He actually puts up a decent fight, which most yeah, people her just yeah, which most people just die. I mean, and he actually puts up a fight. Like you're like, okay, props to him. Now you got to keep in mind he is fighting a metal robot. This is honestly a great film. I like it a lot. I mean, it's not perfect. Far from perfect. Perfect. It's iconic. I mean, yeah. And for $6 million, how could you want much better than this? Oh, yeah. They hit it perfect. And I think it goes for the rule, like, usually the first one's cheap and it's made well because they know how to use their money, right? And then the next one gets a lot of money and it goes to crap. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't happen here. But, uh, yeah. So, so so you got anything else to say about The Terminator? I mean, this is... um, I just want uh, you go on. Just I'll hit on all of them at the end. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, phenomenal robot movie. If you're into sci-fi, definitely go see. I this. think this actually has a really cool um, score too. It's like this techno, yeah, techno yeah. score. It's unique. I mean, I think it's good. All, I like it a lot. All movies in the '80s have good scores. No, no, Let's no. Be no. Real. Eh. Yeah, all sci-fi. Eh, yeah, yeah, sure. This has a good score though. I really appreciate that. I think it's kind of cool, unique for yeah. it. What'd you um, give it? 8 out of 10 for me. That's what I give it. Let's uh, move on to the number two, which is basically the same plot, just a little flip-flop, where Arnold is actually comes back to defend her son because, obviously, they can hack robots now, and they hacked him, and then a better robot comes back to kill the son. Well, I'm just going to say right now, spoiler alert for all the movies right now, because there's no way we can go into these movies without spoiling them. Because the first one, Arnold dies. His uh, the Terminator, the T one hundred one dies, and basically what happens now he's sent back like Seth said, well he, in the place of Kyle Reese in a sense to save Sarah Connor because John Connor is now born he's about thirteen years old I believe, and they send a new Terminator after him yeah and this new Terminator is obviously superior he's kind of like filled with like almost like liquid metal kind of thing so bullets don't necessarily just hit him they go through him and they stop him for a second but they don't necessarily destroy they just place the metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he he's way more indestructible than uh, obviously Arnold's version of the Terminator. This is the T one thousand. Arnold was the, I believe T one hundred one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 
And also, what you can see from all these films is you see the person is like, oh, I want to make a Terminator. So they start to make it, and then they're like, wait, what am I doing? This is a terrible idea. So then they try killing off Arnold, though he's in the end. So then another one can't be made. But then they're like, oh, we made a lot of money, so let's make another one. Yeah, this movie has, uh, budget was $100 million, which is obviously... yeah. Over ten times the amount that was put into the first one, and you can it definitely see it. Made five hundred million though. Well, yeah, I mean this so. this movie is regarded as one of the best sequels of all time. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. It's a crazy good movie. I mean, this one opens up though with it's in the future, obviously. So John Connor's thirteen. Sarah Connor is in a mental institution because she keeps going on and on about how Terminators are coming. Judgment Day will come in nineteen ninety seven if yeah. they don't get on their stuff, and obviously her saying all this makes her seem absolutely crazy yeah kyle reese is dead because he dies in the first one and um so through this what happens is obviously arnold is sent back to protect him so john connor and arnold come to protect sarah connor they break her out then they're on the run basically the whole movie from the t-1000 yeah and And i will say these first two i mean the other ones just throw them out but these first two have some of the best one-liners yeah, they, for sure. Yeah, they really hit those one-liners well. Yeah, Arnold is given a little bit more, but he's not given enough where he is overbearing and ruins it for me. Yes, like, yes, for sure. He doesn't have enough lines or enough to do where he necessarily goes crazy with it. He's still like a staunch, hard, hard-hearted robot. Like his yeah. only mission is to follow whatever John Connors wants and to save him. I and, mean, once again, Arnold, best actor in this. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> but in this oh. one, I find Linda ha- Linda Hamilton to be a lot more unbearable, in oh, my yeah. opinion. It I just mean, doesn't. She doesn't seem the same, you know. Like how they play her in the first one, it just it doesn't really correlate. I mean, she turns a little more hardcore in this one, which they do show her working out a ton because she knows she has to save. Uh, she has to keep John Connor safe and all this stuff. I just I don't I don't like the way she's going. Like I'm just not sympathetic towards her as a character. And I, I know a lot of people are, but in, me personally, I'm, I could care less about her. Yeah. And, uh, th- throughout this whole movie, she doesn't do much for herself in my opinion, but uh, you come to like Arnold a lot more because John Connors yes, tr- sure. starts like teaching him how to be human kind of, and, and they have this like relationship together, which is really kind of cool and it's developed really well. Yes. And obviously you can see James Cameron, he waited, I believe it's 11 or nine years to make this, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Basically, he wanted to wait because this T-1000 was so, like, the special effects needed for it were not there until this time. And also, he just got off the back of making Aliens. So, he just wanted, like, some time to really make it good and make sure it was what he envisioned it. And I think he did a really good job. And not to mention Arnold, you know, he worked out for six months, three hours a day to get back to the same look and same exact weight as he did in Terminator, which is definitely dedication on his part. Well, granted, he probably worked out two and a half hours. So, he's only adding a half an hour every day to his workout. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I mean, and this movie, it hits on... the, The good thing about this movie, why it's such a good sequel is it takes what was so good in the first one and expounds upon it. Oh, now, yeah. it doesn't just go back to the first one. I mean, t- it does because he's definitely in the sun, the sunglasses, he has the leather coat, and the pump shotgun. I mean, it goes it goes back to the things that made the first one good, but then makes them better, you know? It keeps oh, going sure. on and on. And once again, this movie, is there's some definitely, like, the T-1000 can shapeshift in a way, and he does some crazy kills in this movie that they show, and there's dark things, and this guy is, like, just killing civilians right and left. And it's like... And there's also the scenes of Judgment Day that they see. And the whole goal of this is that if they can save John Connors and destroy Skynet before it even begins, because yeah. they find the scientist who's yeah. creating Skynet, then they can stop Judgment Day. And that's like the whole plot line. Yeah. I and, mean, but I would say this one's not as dark. I mean, it, it still has some dark aspects to it, but they Arnold is kind of funny in this one, if that makes sense, because yeah, of John this Connor. This one is definitely a little bit more... Lighthearted. I think, yeah, I actually think there's a good comparison, but I could be totally wrong. But even though, because they're not directed by the same people, like Alien to Aliens, I mean, they're both yeah. dark movies, but Alien is definitely like this dark, dark, like horror. 
And then Aliens becomes more of like a thriller, you know. Well, I I mean, Aliens is more of an action, but it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not lighthearted. Like, no, no, it's not. There's like, definitely no joke made like in Aliens. Terminator Two is not lighthearted. I mean, it's not lighthearted, but there's jokes at least made in it. Like Aliens, yeah. there's no jokes. I mean, okay, I have to rewatch it to find one. No, joke. but what I'm saying <laughs> is like this: the look of it. Like if you're watching a James Cameron movie, you know you're watching a James Cameron movie. I mean. It just looks a certain way. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a great director. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I he, I just really feel is. like he sometimes though, especially with what's coming up with these avatars and stuff. Sometimes he puts the technology before the content, but yeah. not this time. Terminator Two, I still think is in the prime James Cameron. You know, I like this movie a lot. I mean, there's one thing. I mean, this movie definitely takes the pump shotgun. They shoot the T one thousand in the head with the pump yeah. shotgun. At least a thousand times throughout this whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. But. Now, now the one thing I kind of did have a problem with is the, like you were talking about in the first, the first, the Terminator didn't seem unbeatable. But in the second one, he kind of seems unbeatable. Like, the way they beat him is like, it would have, things would have to align so much that it's like you have a 1% chance yeah, beating him. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't hate it because they play it off pretty well. Because at least like when he's being shot and stuff, like he can like, he gets blown back for a second and stuff. Like, at least he, like, you feel the impact of what you're doing to him, even yes. though it doesn't necessarily kill him. And for sure, this is, I think, probably the second strongest Terminator we see throughout the throughout the series, in my opinion, in the way that they have to take him down. He's the second strongest. I'll get on to the first one when we get to it. Yeah. But, well, I, I definitely think um, James Cameron keeps true, though, with the Terminator sense of, even though the Terminator's good in this one, even though Arnold's good, he's still has a mission, a sole mission. And once he's done with that mission, he's complete. There's nothing. He basically has to die, but he can't self-destruct himself. So, like, in the first one, how he dies, so then, obviously, his mission wasn't complete, well, yeah. but he's dead. And in the second one, spoiler, he they kill the other Terminator. Well, because they, they, do, they do show that, yeah, like you said, throughout this whole series, well, I don't see all of them, but the good ones, at least, they, um... They make sure that they show the Terminators have a job, right? And once their job is completed, then they that's their only thing in life. Like, they could care yeah. less about anything else. They'll kill anyone that gets in their way, but they're not going to go out of their way to well, kill people, you Yeah, know? they have to basically self-destruct because they don't have any other missions. It's yeah, like, it's their only purpose. Yeah. If you don't have a purpose, there's no point in living. Yeah, and this movie is, I mean... It, like I said, it just looks better than the first because obviously there's a lot oh. more money put into it, and I would so say much it's more. probably equally as iconic. But um, back to kind of what the the first one I was gonna say is that uh, I grew up watching so many other movies and stuff, and basically the whole first one's ruined for you, like the the iconicness of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, basically like you see the movie, but you've kind of already felt like you've seen the movie. You know. I mean, I'd agree for most people, but I'd disagree for myself because I really wasn't in the social media world before I watched it. It's not social media. I'm just saying, like, all these movies have I'll Be Back. You know, all these movies have references, every TV show, Simpsons, for everything. Yeah, I mean, but as a kid, I didn't pop culture really references. Tell me you never said Hasta la Vista, baby. Yeah, after I saw the movie. What? Or if I heard somebody else saying it. Like, I, I didn't know it was from that movie, so it never was ruined. Okay, I didn't say it ruined. I'm just saying, like, I didn't... Okay, I fine, get what you're fine, saying. Fine. I'd say most people... Maybe, agree maybe you're, you've been locked in closet your whole life. But what I'm saying is... Or just watch <laughs> it at a young age. <laughs> what I'm saying is is that it just didn't have the same impact on me as if I would have been a first-time viewer in 1984 watching this. Or And I think, I think that actually affects how you watch the series a great deal. Because I think a lot of kids that grew up earlier than me, and they're not kids anymore... But that Terminator 2 is like a pinnacle of their lives, and they consider it the best movie they've ever seen, or one of the best movies they've ever seen. And I can see that, but for me, it just the, kind of the wind has been taken out of it, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, so what would you give that? Well, it's one more thing. The only thing I think that they do worse in this movie is I think the score is a little bit more generic action movie. It's not bad, but I mean, if, from the first one to this one, there's definitely like a crazy techno score that you hear in Terminator, and then Terminator Two, it's just more of like a generic action movie score. Sure. So that's why I say is the down. It's an eight for me. Yeah, I give it an eight too. I mean, I thought it was just as equal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it definitely looks better, and I think is the production value is way higher. But, but I think that first one still just holds that place for being iconic, and um, and it. I think the second one had a 
couple more flaws than the first, even it is, though it looked better. So that's where I gave it the same. Yeah, I like it. It was, just, it was also longer, you know. Oh yeah, but not and not by long. It was two what fifteen around there. Uh yeah, but that's that's like thirty minutes more almost. So coming in at Terminator Three: Rise of the Machine, you can you guessed it. Arnold's back in this one. I mean, it really wouldn't make any sense if he wasn't. Well, tell that to the next two movies. That's true. Well, he kind of is in it, but he's kind of not. Well, anyways, it's, or at least the next movie. It's basically the same plot. They send Arnold back to protect, uh, not James Connor because James Connor has been hiding, but to protect his, gar- or what are they, leaders, uh, people lieutenants, under him. the lieutenants, lieutenants yes, yes, people under him. They send him back to protect their lieutenants because, basically, um. John Connor's been hiding, so no one knows where he is. So they figure, the robots figure, we'll just kill his lieutenants before they're born. So same concept, just with the younger people. Yeah, so it, yeah. So basically in this movie, though, it focuses mainly on John Connors, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is the Terminator, and then you got uh, one of the lieutenants, which is um, Kate Brewster, who's played yeah. by Claire Danes, and then the one who's coming after them, which is really close to the T-1000, but it has a little more gadgets to her, like she can create a gun off her arm and stuff, is uh, TX, which is uh, played by Chris- Christiana Loken. And uh, this is actually the first one that is not directed by James Cameron. Yes. And um, so this one definitely, this one's made in 2003, so this is 12 years after the fact. And yeah. One of the reasons this took so long is that Arnold refused to be part of it, yeah, but um, because he said he'd only do it if James Cameron was in it, and basically James Cameron said, "No, I'm I'm done making Terminator movies," and so he finally said, "Arnold, just do it and take as much money as they're gonna offer you." So he definitely did that. He got twenty nine million from yeah. this movie. No, for sure. And uh, but he does play a more of a major role in this one for sure. I mean, he has way more lines in this and stuff. And he's He's still cold hearted, which I do enjoy. Yeah, but I think it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger acting. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting a full vast array of emotions from him for but, sure um, and uh just to uh this movie the only thing that it might have on the other movies is there's an action scene in this movie that must have took half their budget i mean they have a two million dollar 200 million dollar budget and this action scene must have took a hundred million dollars like, this action scene goes on for, what, five minutes? About? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great action scene and where they just destroy a whole city block. <laughs> Everything. Cars. Like, uh, yeah. there must be a hundred cars that blow up in this single scene. And it's honestly a pretty crazy scene and really well done. Yeah, I, I mean, will say. And uh, this movie still made its money. I mean, it made $433 million at the box office. So, this wasn't necessarily a flop money-wise. But um, this is definitely, like, in quality a big drop. I mean, the acting in this is subpar. I mean, you got John Connor, which I think is just kind of abhorrent. Yeah, he's just he's just really bad. So is I think Claire Danes, which is Kate Brewster, just yeah, bad. I'd agree. And they give Arnold too much. He verges on being too much in it, and it kind of takes away because he he's good for those one-liners. He's good he there for a little uh, bit amazing. of dialogue, phenomenal. But you can't you can't have him give out too many lines. Like, he just ruins it. But um. But he still might be the best actor besides the TX yeah, because the TX doesn't speak. Yeah, and um, this one this has the most generic action movie score. I mean, this is not shot as well. It's not um, that good of a plot. They kind of just took the first one's plot. and No, they actually just took the second one's plot, and they just made it worse. Well, I, f- I figure when we go to Genesis, I'll break down all the timelines. Yeah, yeah, Genesis yeah. is where it goes crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it, in a sense, yeah, that's right. It kind of, it basically takes on the same thing as the Terminator Two, which, understandably, because it's such a great movie, but these rip it off. They don't do anything special with it. I mean, the TX has a few more gadgets and stuff, but in reality, I find the T One Thousand to be more haunting and a better. Terminator. Well, yeah, and the worst part is once again that they're just ripping off of the second one. That it's like, well, this plot again, but now he's not even going after John Connor, the leader. He's going after the sub leaders, the lieutenants. Like, yeah, this doesn't well, he's make going any after sense. John Connor too, but... but not really. Like, I mean, I mean, mm, it's not really like that. But uh, it this one just feels cornier. I mean, it's che- It has those cheesy sound effects thrown through, strewn throughout the whole movie, like this 
stuff that you can get on any off the website off on I can't speak right now. Things you can get off online, you know, just this cheesy sound effects that you've yeah. heard in a billion movies beforehand. This movie, there's nothing about this movie that's original. I will say, though, when he, I mean, the action scene is pretty cool, but also when he carries the casket out of the place, that that's a pretty cool scene. Yeah, I mean, I th- there's some it. really good action scenes in this movie that I really enjoy. It's just the fact that I would say during the action, because of the budget they had, the action is fun to watch. I mean, it's really good and fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it a lot, but then as soon as they get into heavy exposition or into dialogue or just anything emotional, I'm just checked out. Of yeah, I mean, they gave, once again, Arnold too many lines. It's not just Arnold, just John Connor, this ch- cheesy l- romance story they yeah, put together. And it's just, good. And I don't think uh, John Connor in this movie is good at all. I mean, like I said, the lines that they try to give are just super weak. It, like, yeah. like, it feels like someone who wrote one of the cheesy Netflix Netflix rom coms <laughs> previously oh, sure. had done Terminator three dialogue. Well, there's a reason James Cameron tried ending it at the second one, hence killing Arnold yeah. and everything. Yeah, with this, there's a reason. With there's this, a reason. The they second tried. one has a great like it's a great ending. It's a great like oh, it's phenomenal coming together and they're saying, listen here, we made two great movies. This is the ending, perfect ending. You know, if they would have really cut it off there, ending. it would have just been. It yeah, would have been I, great. Will, I will say, okay, now that we've trashed on three for a little bit, I will say a few well, things I, I did. Complimented it. Few things I did like. Like I said, the action in it is actually super fun to watch. It's over the top in some oh, cases, yeah. which is fine with me because I know this movie's not a great movie. So if I'm going to see action, I don't want to be bored with CGI exactly. garbage, you know, the whole time. And it was fun for me to watch, and also, you know, I actually, <laughs> if you don't think about the ending. Like, if you don't... I like the ending that they have. So, basically, like, the whole movie, the Terminators basically said he's only sent there to protect John Connors. And he doesn't care about anyone else or anything else. His whole mission is he's basically saying, Judgment Day, yeah, I got moved from 1997, right? Yeah. But it's been moved to 2003. So, he's like... And then they say, well, we got to stop it. We got to stop it. And basically, Arnold doesn't want to do it, but he goes along with it. But in the end, he tricks them and makes them go to basically a bunker because he knows it's inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what. Sure. So, I mean, I do kind of like that kind of like a little bit of a plot twist ending. Um, also Arnold is very ripped in this one also. Yeah. He got back to the same measurements and weight as he did in Terminator two and in Terminator. And I mean, yeah, he looks great in this movie. Once again, though, I would hit on though, is that I just don't think John Connor in this, He's not a good at. He's not portrayed well in this, and therefore I'm like, how is this guy gonna be the leader versus everyone? I mean, it's just really bad. I feel like he's just like kind of a weak character in this. He's like a druggie. Like, it just doesn't feel like a leader to me. How am I supposed to say in ten years this guy like fully matures, becomes an ultimate warrior, and well, becomes yeah. the leader of basically the resistance? Like, I mean, I just don't find it believable. Respect for him falling off the grid. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I can see but, that. But then he just. Like you said, it's just kind of junky. Yeah, Sarah Connor is dead. He's just by himself. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, what'd you give it? I mean, I give this movie actually a 7 out of 10. <laughs> I give it a 6 just for the action. Yeah, I, I really I, appreciated it. I the really action. enjoyed myself, but I, this is once, once again, this is what I'm saying. Plot, if I acting, gro- terrible. If, if I would have grown up watching Terminator and then Terminator 2, right? And then 2003 rolls around, and I'm super excited for it because I'm like, boom. Listen, love the Terminator, love Terminator 2, and I go to the theater and watch Terminator 3, I am going to hate this movie. Like, I feel like it would be the same thing for me watching Spider-Man 3 at the movies. I would hate this movie. And a lot of people can Great go back, movie. a lot of people can go back and watch Spider-Man 3 and enjoy it, and that's fine. I hate them. But just like that, just like me, I feel like I can go back and watch Terminator 3 and be like, yeah. all right, you know what? I enjoy it for what it's it, what it is. I had fun with it. Let's move on, you know? Yeah, so uh, our next movie, 2009, so a six-year jump, they made Terminator Salvation. It's about the same runtime, just an hour and 55 minutes. And I was kind of excited because Christian Bale is in this. And uh, I'm not even going to try saying that guy's name, but a guy from Star Trek's in it. Anton Yelchin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, You got they got him as Kyle Reese, and then you got Sam Worthington, which is Marcus Wright, which is basically like a... Half human, half droid, <laughs> and then you got Moon Bloodgood, which is Blair William, and she's just part of the resistance. Basically, uh, it's 2018 now. 
Uh, mysterious new weapon in the war against the machines, half-human, half-machine, comes to John Connors on the eve of resistance attack on Skynet. But whose side is he on? Can he be trusted? Um, this movie still had a $200 million budget, and it still made money. It made almost $400 million. And I'm going to be the first to tell you, I'm not sure how that happened. Uh, I think it's overseas. Yeah. They knocked this one oh, down no. to a PG-13. I don't think you're following what I'm saying. Big action. I mean, just throw this movie out. doesn't make much sense. This movie is the most pointless movie of the whole series, in oh, my opinion. for sure. I don't think it's the worst one, but I think it's the most pointless. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't I, just, I don't even know where to begin. They take a good actor, or even a decent actor, like Christian Bale. Oh, he's awful. And just this. throw him in the this trash. This is the year after The Dark Knight, and he's just awful in this movie. And it's partially his fault, too, because he's like this... Like, I feel like he's like, all right, let me cash my check. He gives no emotion in this movie. He's just there, mumbles his lines. I mean, it is yeah. this is a truly awful performance by Christian Bale. And, I mean, you don't know how characters got there. Like, it's kind of dumb how they got there. Like, uh, what's the half-android, half-human guy? Sam Worthington, yeah. That was kind what's of his name really weird how that got there. Marcus. Marcus Wright. Yeah. He, he it just basically... Okay, so you, you got have, their romance, Moonblood and him's romance. Uh, yeah, You're which like, makes no sense. Makes on? no sense. But, okay, so you have Terminator, right, which makes sense. Terminator 2 makes sense. Terminator 3, you know, it's thrown in there, but at least it's not so far out there. You know, it yeah. still, still kind of makes sense in the world that it's in. Doesn't do a great job, but still fits. Terminator Salvation is, it just doesn't, it doesn't take anything from Terminator 3, basically, doesn't do anything, right? It's kind of a standalone movie. And yeah. then Genesis, yeah. the movie after this, just basically disregards all of Salvation. So it's kind of this pointless movie. I mean, the whole movie looks like Book of Eli. It's this post-apocalyptic world. It's like super dark and just dreary everything is. I mean, like I said, Christian Bale is awful. I mean, I really did dislike this movie. I mean, now, also, Arnold is not in this movie. This is, He's sci-fied yes. in, but he also CGI'd in. CGI'd in. He also got paid for it, so, which is pretty cool on Arnold's part. For yeah. doing nothing but getting paid. And the CGI did not look that good. And, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. And it stole almost the same plot off of, uh, which one is it? Uh, it's the second one. They stole the same plot off the second one. The end of the second one. Where they have to plant bombs in a building and blow it up. Yeah. That's literally... They're trying to blow up the lawyer. I know. But it's like the same exact thing. Well, just in actually, the future. Okay. I I will say this movie is the most different from all the movies. This movie tries to really like take on its own. Yeah. But, and kind of make it. And they definitely should have left Arnold out. There's yeah, no there's reason no Arnold should have been there. The only reason they brought him it in there bad. is because of Terminator. Yeah. It looked bad. And it just, oh, this movie was just, it just wasn't good. I mean, the, Sam Worthington's character where he's like, he finds out he's half like Terminator basically and all this stuff. And it's just, then the forced love between him and uh, Blood Moongood, you know, yeah. greatest name ever, greatest actress name of all time. But um, the thing about it is just, it's just, it's just, you don't, I don't feel anything for Sam Worthington. And this is where they introduce this like half man, half android like thing and they keep using it for the next few movies and uh it doesn't it just, make any it's just, sense it's just dumb it's dumb it doesn't make any sense and also either. i will say in this movie okay so in the first movie you have the terminator and he's pretty much indestructible but they can still beat him you know but he just is brutally just killing people after people after people right terminator 2 same thing but with the t-1000 you know he's basically indestructible is killing 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 but time salvation ter- comes around. Even three, there's n- even I three, know, even three decent, yeah, action scene. They yeah. kill about a hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, three's okay, but salvation is just like the Terminators just don't feel as good anymore. It's they honestly just feel like awful. grunt troops. Yeah, and like they just kill them at any point or any time. And it's just it just doesn't have that feeling. It doesn't have that scariness to it. This movie's also rated PG thirteen, and uh, I think that really hurts it. I think because I mean, not that you should just rate movie rate R so you can see the F word ten times, but I think this movie lacked good action because of it. I For think sure. it, it lacked a lot of this depth to it. It just felt very surface level 
very this no one cared about it what was happening I mean, in this it movie was, it just wasn't a good movie it's period. serviceable at best i mean that's really what it comes down to i, I mean what would you give it i mean i actually gave this movie a 4 out of 10 oh no i gave this a 2 out of 10 i saw no you hated it that it. bad i didn't see any purpose in it it was honestly it was a shame on the franchise like 3 kind of did that but it actually was like had some good action in it this one had no good I, action I, yeah but i could, no some, good action. Sometimes the world looked kind of cool, and sometimes I thought, okay, this no. has some cool scenes and stuff. I in liked it. the plot that they did a new world and tried doing their own thing, but they just screwed I mean, it I up. I still gave it a four. I just didn't think it was. They I, screwed I didn't it think up. it was that abhorrent. I thought it was bad. I thought it was definitely bad. I just didn't think it was like the okay. worst well, movie I'll ever see. Moving on, we got Genesis, which was made in 2015, which is, what, six years after? So, about yeah. a six-year gap in between, most yeah. of them. And um, this is, this movie now, this movie just... This is the worst out. rated on Metascore. It, this movie makes no sense. Arnold comes back to reprise his role. Um, you have now Jason Clark playing uh, John Connors, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark playing Sarah Connor, and you got Jay Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese. And let me just say, Jai Courtney is an awful, awful, awful actor. I don't know why anyone casts him in any role ever. I mean, oh my gosh! Of course, you know, know what movie he's he's also in? He's also in Suicide Squad. So if that doesn't tell you enough, I mean, he's just bad. I mean, his filmography is awful. I mean, legitimately awful movies after awful movies. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I would say, once again, Arnold takes the lead role and is the best actor in this movie. And that, yes, for that, sure. should, that should really say something about these movies. Like, when Arnold is the best actor and he has a couple lines and he blows the other actors out of the park, you're kind of like, what? Yeah, see, Te- Terminator Genesis for me does does everything wrong from acting to storyline that's su- overly confusing where it doesn't have to be. I mean, and then you got Amelia Clark in this movie, which she's at the top of her game right now in 2015 in uh, Game of Thrones, right? And she plays Sarah Connor, an iconic role played by Linda Hamilton. You know, she's going to have to bring her big guns. And she just is very just weak in this movie. And I, I already said my piece about Jai Courtney playing Kyle Reese, which oh, yeah. is He's awful. terrible. But the thing about this movie is it's almost like a remake, in a way. No. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. But before you go into the timeline, I want to say the biggest deal I had. Okay, for one, the scars on John Connor's face doesn't even make any sense. Like, I mean, it literally looks like somebody stuck a knife the through makeup, his head. And the makeup on it was It was bad. terrible. But not even that. They take somebody like Jason Clark, who can be a pretty good actor, right? Yeah, he right? can be. He can yeah. be. He can be serviceable. Potential, right? Yeah. And once again... Throw him out, and they take. It's like, nah, how do I put this? It's like what Star Wars did in the eighth episode, Last Jedi, where they took Luke Skywalker totally out of character. It didn't even make any sense. It's that's, true. That's what they did with John Connor. They literally turned him to the bad side, and he's like, "Oh, now I see the future." Like the guy, only guy on the planet who's pushing a hard army against the robots, and is like. We cannot stand for this. All of a sudden changes. Like, yeah, I'm sure a Terminator came up behind him, but what? It, they weren't even making it seem like it was mind control. They were making it seem like he wanted this. Yeah, I mean, basically, I even though I hate remakes, and I don't feel like they should have made a remake, I feel like that's what they were going for. Like, they're like, okay, let's basically reboot the franchise, right, with a remake, but then they're like, but let's just make it, like, a little bit different, you know, so we, we can't say this is a shot for shot. And it's worse. It's worse than a remake. It literally is worse than a remake, in my opinion. Because, like Seth said, this movie goes all over the place and makes... Basically, what they do in this movie is they get rid of John Connors, make him basically like a part Terminator, and he's evil. He sees, he thinks he sees the light. And then it's up to Sarah Connor, which now becomes basically the John Connors to save the world. And it's just... Oh, man, this movie is just... It's just all over the place, and the timelines. I'll explain it once we're done with this movie. The, doing what we hate about it, I is just bad. And like I was saying in Salvation, another bad thing. This movie, the Terminators definitely feel the most killable. I feel oh, like yeah. anyone can kill these Terminators in this movie. Like they're not scary in this movie because they're so easily killed. Like well, they're not doing anything. I mean, and the Terminators are the ex- like they don't try doing anything different. They're the exact same except for one thing. 
they're a little bit shinier. They yeah. look like they've been buffed out. Yeah. Like put in put in through a car a lot and got some buff and, you know, rubbed it in yeah, circles. I, I do think it's funny how also this is like the third adult actor playing John Connors because no one could play him right, I guess. And they still don't get it right. Even well, it's 100% the director at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this. Oh yeah, the director. Because you, you've had decent actors that could probably play him well. You just like the kid, the kid John Connor is for sure the best John. Connor. Yeah, which is insane. And which kids is are not good actors. Insane. Yeah. Kids are not good actors. I mean, this movie just has a cringy penis length joke. I mean, this movie is once again PG thirteen, which I think really suffers from it. But I'll try to like I said, I'll go back. I keep saying this, but I'll go to the timelines because this movie makes no sense in the world of Terminator. I mean, this is movie is literally okay, Boomer the movie because the whole time they're like, everyone's on their phones, they don't see the world for what it is, and all this, this yeah, Boomer sure. garbage. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like who are they appealing to? Like, like I feel like my oh parents my. wrote this script. Yeah, seriously, I'm like, what is this movie? Like, ah, oh, just the dialogue and everything from it. And I mean, basically, Seth, what'd you give this movie? I see. So I messed up. I don't know what I was thinking. I gave this one also two out of ten. But then I realized like, Salvation was real bad, but it wasn't at nearly yeah, that's, as bad as Genesis. That's my point. So I give this a two out of ten. It moves to Salvation up to a three out of ten. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Because I put this at a two out of ten. And I'm like, there's Salvation's bad. Yeah. But it's not Terminator. Genesis I mean, this is no bad. one out of ten because I mean. I mean, one out of ten, I really just... It, it hurts me to watch it. This, this one is really, really bad. This is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I mean, it'd make my top 20, but... um, This is for sure a terrible movie. Okay, so basically the plot I mean, line, they just destroy the franchise. Yeah, so to really hate this movie, you have to understand the plot lines from this. So the first one of what happens, it's a parallel line, basically. You know, what's going to happen is John Connor's going to grow up and defeat Skynet. So Kyle Reese comes back as long along with the Terminator to save him to keep that plot line linear so that Skynet is destroyed. Judgment Day doesn't come, really, basically. Terminator 2, skip ahead. Now what happens is the Terminator T-1000 sent to kill John Connor once again so that he doesn't stop Judgment Day and all this stuff. Well, what happens is through it, basically time is now, you can change the future by acting out. You can now alter the future in Terminator 2, which they do. They alternate Judgment Day. Well, Terminator 3 says, well, you altered it, but basically what's going to happen is going to happen. So once again, what happens is now Judgment Day is moved to 2003. Then you got Terminator Salvation, which makes just no sense. It's just basically what happens after Terminator 3, this dystopian, doesn't really put the timelines at all. Genesis now. Okay. So basically, Genesis goes back to this feeling that nothing is like, everything's going to happen no matter what. But then it says, no, it's not. So basically, it's like goes through five different like timelines, basically, and is super jumbled. Like they go back to 84 to stop Sarah Connor, but it doesn't work. It's just, oh my gosh, John Connor is now evil. Sarah Connor is a real hero. Kyle Reese is there. I mean, this movie is just goes. I mean, it's everywhere. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense in the whole timeline. Like, you literally have to have, like, a degree to break down how this movie would even try to make sense. And also, the thing about this whole series is, I think they do time travel decent in the first two. You know, time travel overall is just super hard to do because there's always problems with it. But most of the time, we can look past it, right? Because it doesn't heavily focus on time travel. Like This kind of says, okay, this is what's going to happen, blah, 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 right? And we're like, okay, I can live with that. Genesis tries so hard for this time travel thing that it just destroys itself in its unbelievability, you know? Yeah. Because you can sit there and believe the first two because it's simple. Even if everything doesn't add up, you're like, they don't focus on it. The whole thing of Terminator Genesis is focusing on the time travel and the different plot lines and all this stuff. And it just fails at it so hard. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It is truly the worst addition to the franchise. And this movie actually bombed. Not as bad as Dark Fate has, which we'll get to in a second. But this movie did not do well at the box office. Oh, yeah. And there's even, like, a sequel at the end of it that they're, like, teasing to. But as we see with Dark Fate, which oh, I'm not going to really should've. get into just yet, but I'm going to say Dark Fate basically erases everything up to two. It's basically the third movie. Well, it, I mean, all in all, 
the director Tim Miller of Dark Fate, he saw how bad it the franchise was. And you know, there, there's a point where you're so deep that like you can't go any deeper. Like yeah. you, you you can't. So he's just like, hey, I'm gonna start another hole so we can just dig even deeper. You know. Yeah, it it just doesn't make sense. It tries to be something that it can never never achieve. Well, and yeah. So once again, they should have stopped it too. But what'd you give it? Oh, we already said yeah, that. I said two. Okay, well, both of us. moving on to the new one, Dark Fate, which we actually just saw today. That it was definitely interesting. I mean, they do change it up a little bit. Um, like Caleb said, they basically go to the third one. It's like a soft reboot. Yeah, but it loosely follows the third one. I'd say. No. Um, Sarah Connors is alive. I mean, that's the biggest clue. Yeah, but it's like a 20-year gap, I guess. Yeah. I guess um, that's what I'd say. It's 20 years from the second one. Yes. So, basically, it's Sarah Connor is still alive, and she's hunting down Terminators. Uh, We won't... We'll try not to spoil anything. I mean, so... I mean, Uh, yeah. And then, obviously, you got Arnold. He's a T-800 now. Is same. that what he was? I could have been wrong. I thought he was a T one hundred one. He could be a T eight hundred. I think he's the same model. I don't think he's any different. So I know it been says wrong. he's a T eight hundred. I know I see it in this but too. But he, I mean, he's just a Terminator. And then you got Grace, which is basically gets this. She's a su- she's like she's a super like, soldier. She's like in uh, what is it? Salvation. She's basically Salvation. That guy. Sam Worthington. That's human, but not. She's she's Kyle Reese, but beefed up. Because of uh, technology and sent back to protect this new, basically, Sarah Connor, which is Danny. And it all happens in Mexico. But Danny's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so basically what happens is they meet up. (laughs) I just want to say, because this threw me off, is Danny, for some reason you think Grace is like the tallest person in the world in this movie. She's only 5'10". It's because Danny's 5'1". But go ahead. That does make sense, yeah. (laughs) So in this movie... Same, it's kind of like says a soft reboot. It kind of goes back to the first one in the sense that now this new, but it's not. It's not a Terminator, actually, because it's not through Terminator Two. They actually stop Judgment Day, and Judgment Day is not inevitable. But what is inevitable is that the world will create AI that will basically lead to war. It's basically the same thing. So it's no longer Skynet. It's called Legion, which so, is Skynet. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Which actually, I'm. I'm able to live past because it kind of does make sense. Okay, just because you stop Skynet doesn't mean yeah. the world well, is not going to make AI that is too smart for its own good. The theory that once you do something, how do you know something worse isn't going to happen? Exactly. So, and uh, obviously this is not, once again, it's not a Terminator, but the Rev-9 is what's called, is for sure the strongest. It's basically Terminator 2, the T-1000 on steroids. I mean, this thing is basically indestructible. It's fluid like Terminator 2. And um, basically the plot line is, like I said, they just try to save Danny this whole time. Um, this movie brings back Linda Hamilton and obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's kind of supposed to be a nostalgia hit. Linda Hamilton is now in this plot line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil a little bit, but it's also in the first five minutes of the movie. Um, the Terminator... T-800 actually kills John Connor. Because they sent multiple Terminators back. Exactly. And so he it, just arrived yeah. late. So even though they stopped Judgment Day, it still kills John Connor. And so Sarah Connor now is, her whole life mission is basically to rid the world of these random Rev-9s or Terminators that are coming back. And she always gets their location. She doesn't know how. And throughout the whole movie, basically she's figuring out that while also trying to save Danny. And it's just... This movie is, um, I will say, I really did, the de-aging they do in the first scene where they bring back Arnold and Linda Hamilton oh, is off phenomenal. the chart. It's a great de-aging effect and they have. I like the beginning where it's like uh, old camera film. You know? Yeah, the like, opening that, credits, basically. That was awesome. I do agree I, that. It was Linda Hamilton. I really dug that. Board. It was really cool. Like, it was, exactly. I, did, I have no idea why that was in there, but I really dug it. I will, <laughs> like, yeah, I will say. It didn't make too much sense why they were showing that scene. Yeah. It just, I guess, was to show her that she's crazy, but I really dug it. Yeah, the the first part of this movie I actually really enjoyed. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed not as much as Terminator Terminator 2, but I thought it was, this movie was definitely like serviceable, if not good, like throughout the first part of this movie. You know, 
Uh, I wasn't real keen on Grace being like an android, kind of like Sam Worthington. I just don't really care for that, especially in the Terminator series, because I like Arnold, how he's just like a staunch, no-emotion no robot. And I don't like when they start mixing the robots with that. It just doesn't... In the, in the series, like, I like Blade Runner, the androids. But in this series, I just... I, I'm not the biggest fan. I like them being like, I agree, staunch and 100%. stuff. I agree, 100%. But I will say, Seth might disagree with me here, but, I mean, I, once again, I'm not the biggest fan of... Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Linda Hamilton, but she did okay in this movie. Danny, she had said some cheesy lines, um, but I did like Grace, who played my Mackenzie Davis. I actually felt like she was good. She showed emotion. She did good at her role. She didn't deliver any super cheesy lines for my rec- recognition. I mean, I enjoyed her in this movie. I thought she was pretty good yeah, as an I, actress. It was more, I guess, I was just really thrown off. I did just did not. I mean, you know what else she's from, though, right? Yeah, I mean, she's from a lot. She's from. I, uh, I already looked it up. She's from Blade Runner, yep. but she's a late actor, so you, you don't even know who she is. I think she's one of the. She's she's very she's small. One of the roles. call girls. Yeah, I she's very that. yeah. She's very small roles, but when she's in it, she's actually really good. Yes, and I mean, I, I'm glad she's getting bigger roles. Um. Yeah. She okay. I mean, the more I think about it, she, it wasn't her acting that was bad. You just didn't like the character. It was her. Yeah, yeah I it was her. I, I did get, not. I yeah, the just writers, not the writers it. for her didn't do her as much justice as she probably deserved. But she was very good in her role. Romas, well, I think we'll both agree. Yeah, was terrible. Yeah, Danny, I mean, Danny was just Tim Miller. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not famous director. You know, he made Deadpool, like amazing movie. <laughs> but I mean. Maybe you should look at like what other films your actor's been in and like whether they're a good actor or not. But last I checked, she's not in. She she does have a couple lead roles over Grace, but she has no movie recognition. Well, I don't think that's a problem because I think the, probably the budget for Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger probably ate up a big chunk of the budget. Plus they, they have all the hundred million dollar budget. Plus all the CGI that's in this movie. I mean, uh, the Rev Nine actually looked pretty good. I would say for the most part, it had some pretty good kills and stuff. It did not really make sense how it could, it was able to like transfer out of body and have two Terminators, which yeah. I didn't really understand. Like, is now they weaker because there's two of them? No, honestly, but it, that's it the strongest sense. Terminator I've ever seen. Oh, that's what life. I'm saying. Like, it's it's way stronger. It's the strongest one in the whole series. For that sure. Terminator came to Earth. He would honestly kill everyone on Earth. Yeah, if that was his mission. Oh, you know what they what I. I know this is late in the thing, but you know what I was going to hit on is another reason that I really enjoyed the first Terminator is his ability to change voices. Yeah. He could take over the other person's voice. That, and it played a significant part in the even plot the second of one. the first and the second one, which is creepy. And the third one. And good, good too. Yeah, but I'm just saying it wasn't as like. Yeah, the third one's all action. Yeah. Let's keep it at that. So, but this movie, I mean, I mean, it's just. Well, he did in this one too. I don't want to spoil anything. He changed the voices, Gil. I know, but it's just. It's just not the. It just didn't have the same feel, you know. The first one was haunting because it was like you felt you were invested in the universe, and this one it was too big yeah. to be really invested. And um, basically, uh, this movie is the same plot. They're trying to stop their version of Judgment Day, you know, of the Rev Nine's Judgment Day. And uh, it's yeah. just, it, I I will say the seventy year old lady. I was not digging like she just hunts Terminators and kills them. Like it doesn't make sense. She's, yeah, she's seventy years old. I mean, but, she's gonna get like one hit. She's dead. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not, like I touch her the finger. But that does that. Like I actually liked her and Arnold kind of going at it. Like they had some a- honestly funny. Arnold memes. was the best part of this movie. Oh yeah, he, he actually he actually he was actually really funny. lines in this movie, and he was, did them really well. I liked him in this and movie. I kind of did like. I didn't. I didn't. I kind of liked the thing about how he found purpose because you know how they all have a purpose and after he kills yeah, yeah. John Connor. He basically tries his best to become human. Yeah, and he he helps her out. He's yeah. like, I was giving her a purpose. And that makes sense because he's a robot, so he doesn't like have human feeling. But him thinking, oh, I need a purpose. I found it. Oh, now she, Sarah Connor needs a purpose, so I'm going to give it to her too, yeah. which was kind of cool, honestly. What I did hate about Sarah Connor is when she tried doing that homage to uh the terminator i'll be back throw that out yeah yeah. get yeah. that out of I, here i know i know terrible homage it doesn't make any sense she hates this terminator so bad yet they she's did gonna that. use the homage okay, they did that they did that in terminator genesis they have sarah connor give the same line as uh kyle reese does is he says uh what does he say trust me if you want to or 
Come with me if yes, you want to Yes, yes, And she stole it, and it's like, it's like, no, stop it. Listen, any homages, throw them all out. Yeah. Like, there's very few. It's kind of like sequels. There's very few that are good. Yeah, and this 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 soft reboot of uh, Terminator, you know, it just... It, it should have w- never been done. The first part of it, I don't think... This movie bombed at the box office. I think it had it 29 million. It actually made its money back. It's already made its money back. Seriously? Yeah, worldwide. It, See, so it's 180, yeah. 185 well, it's, million. Well, it's, it's probably more because of advertising and stuff. Yeah, but they made 202 million, so I'm sure they made their money back. In Amer- Okay, in America, this movie bombed for what it was projected to get. But you're right. I didn't think about that. I was going to mention something about that, that this movie could easily worldwide pull in numbers to make. This could be like the next Terminator, I mean, the next, uh, what they call uh, Transformers, you know, where it does good in foreign markets. I mean, even Genesis did really well worldwide. In for, yeah, I know, which is terrible. actually did a lot better than Dark Fate, but well, Dark so Fate's still out too. Yeah, and I mean, ah, man, I, I am gonna spoil a little bit in the end. But do you have anything else about this movie you want to say? I mean, because I, ha- I, I have hated... to spoil to get to for my rant. Yeah, I, I I did not like the plot. I was not a fan of it. Like I said, I actually legitimately liked the first bit of this movie. I really liked it. Oh, I was invested I- in it. I love the first part. I think the first soon, part was amazing. As soon, as soon as they start giving Danny a more of a major role, whenever she just talks or you see her on screen, you're just like, "What?" And I will also <laughs> say, a lot of the act, the action was not nearly as fun as it was in the first three Terminators. It I, just was a big CGI mess. I felt like for the most part, like some of it was good. But, I mean, it just didn't have that same feel. Like, watching the first three Terminators, the action was, like, kept you intrigued. And this one was just kind of big, this big CGI battle. And it was like, okay. I mean, it was like, all right. Uh, I mean, also, it was, I, I don't know. Uh, once again, this Terminator, this Terminator was just yeah. unstoppable. Yeah, it's like, true. I mean, there's no way anyone could stop this. The only way you might be able to stop it is dropping a nuclear bomb on it, but then you're going to kill millions of people, and how do you pinpoint dropping a nuclear bomb on this thing? Like, this thing is super intelligent, blends in super well, and you might only get half of its body when you drop the nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah. Um, Basically, so, if, um, what would you rate it? I gave it 5 out of 10. I gave it a 4 I mean, my my four will make more sense once I go on. This is what I was gonna say. This, movie. this is what I was gonna say. I gave it a five for pretty much one reason. Arnold, Arnold really did a. I did like Arnold. In great a lot. role in it and yeah. the beginning. Yeah, and be- that's, yeah. That's why I I fives I would generally put in a forgettable thing. Yeah, but then again, this movie just had me split down the middle. Like this I, was I more than the beginning for me. I if no plans of ever rewatching this. Movie. I could rewatch the beginning. <laughs> Basically, okay, so if that that's basically our reviews of the Terminator, I have a little bit of a spoiler about the new Terminator Dark Fate, so yeah, give if, it to uh, us. you want to be done, just end the episode or skip ahead or whatever. But basically what happens is they find out Danny is no longer Sarah Connor. She's actually John Connor in this timeline where she's actually going to be the savior, the leader of the resistance, and all yeah. this stuff. And let me just say, she has no skills whatsoever. Zero. None. And she is annoying, she's weak, and she's just, like, absolutely awful. And you're telling me, I'm like, this is not sexism at all. Because I don't think the actor that they made play Kyle Reese in Terminator 3 or anything was good enough to be this leader well, of the Resistance. Well, you also like Grace, so... Oh, not Kyle Reese, not Kyle Reese. I mean, John Connor. You liked Grace in it, so why would that make any sense... Yeah, I mean, if you sat here and said you hated all the women in it, then that <laughs> no, I'm just saying because okay, the big thing about this movie is you're trying to say all the misogynists will hate this movie because it's like three main female leads and they save the world kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a revisionist of Terminator, which was basically all dudes, you know, saving the girl, and she's not helpless because she's actually the resistance leader. Sure, and it was just dumb because it makes no sense in the whole like the whole arc of the movies, like. She's just so weak, and there's no way she bands people together. And when they try to give her lines and things to do, which make her seem like, oh, yeah, she could be the leader, it's the dumbest and worst thing. Like, yeah, towards the end fight, she, mind you, is absolutely useless, has no abilities with guns. She just learned how to shoot him. She can't drive in this movie. She can't do anything in this movie. So they're sitting there, and she's like, no, we're just standing here and fight. This is the kill block. Yeah. And she's like, come at us, Terminator. And they all listen to her, and I'm like, 
you have three people here who are battle trained. One, two are battle trained. One is specifically lived her whole life killing Terminators and knows the best way. Yeah. And one is a freaking Terminator. Yeah. So you're going to sit here and tell me you're going to listen to this chick who has no idea. She's not going to help you at all. And she doesn't do anything in the fight either. Well, she stands in the back the whole time. No, she does. Actually, I'm wrong. She reloads Sarah Connor's gun in one scene. Yeah. That's the most she does to defeat this Terminator. John Connor as a kid does more. And oh to top it off, she's just so useless. But... To top it off, none of her ideas are even her ideas. Like, how is she this great leader if none of her ideas... John Connor, as a kid, comes up with better ideas. Yeah, at least they make John does. Connor, as a kid, seem, like, halfway believable. But then John Connor in Terminator 3, I'm like, no, this kid... It, Danny is worse of a leader than John Connor in Terminator 3. It just didn't 3. make any sense. It just was... It was dumb. It was dumb. Because if they're going to make her... Listen... They need another actress if they want to make her. They need someone more demanding, someone more strong. Like, Linda Hamilton, no matter what I think about her, is a strong female lead, you know? She actually might be believable that in the future she can pull off being a resistance leader. This actress, Danny, she's just so weak and helpless, so small. And then one scene, they kind of go a flash forward, and they show her as a resistance leader. And, like, she persuades all these people and grifters and stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so stupid. Like, it doesn't work. They need another actress. They need a strong female lead if they want her to do that. Well, not even that. I mean, to top it off, like, haven't they learned? I mean, we're six movies in now, right? Six movies. Haven't they learned? It doesn't matter if Diaz dies or not. Let's be real. Because they can change the future by not letting the AI stop it. So Danny dies. But then they just go and blow up this new Skynet. Yeah, okay. And then it's over. Okay, but even if they can't change the future, there's always going to be a leader that arises. That's my point. Yeah, so like I said, time travel really doesn't make sense in this series. But that's my whole thing. I'm just like, oh my gosh. That's why I hate this. I didn't hate this movie. This is why I gave it a 4 out of 10. I think this movie could have been a 5 or 6. And if you cut out the last bit of it, I think it could even bet a seven. You know, just keep that first part, keep that rolling. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I do have some questions about this franchise. Obviously, uh, which one's your favorite? Uh, that's a tough call between one and two. But honestly, I enjoy two a lot more than I enjoy one. That's true. I, I actually like Terminator 1. I think Terminator 1 is, uh, for me, it's more iconic. It's shorter. I think that one I'll pop on faster than I'll pop on Terminator 2. But I do like to, I, you know, I give them the same rating, so it's not far That's off. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they're eh, very close, but I think I'd watch Terminator 2 before I watch Terminator 1. Yeah. Is this, uh, do you think this is Arnold's top movie, is Apex Mountain, you know, kind of thing? Is this is this where he's uh, a number one? We kind of went over this today. I'm just saying Terminator, I'll just, I'll put this. Terminator, Terminator 2, and... Uh, and Terminator Dark Fate. Those are the only three I'm going to say count. If you want to put Terminator 3, if you liked him in that one, I'll accept it. Yeah, I didn't mind him. I didn't mind him in 3 that much. Yeah, so... um, Like, as a franchise, is this his best? No, no, no not a franchise. I'm just saying, like, as as the role of the Terminator, and even though it's his most iconic, is that his best role? I don't know. We kind of went over this today. I mean, <laughs> I really enjoy his role in Predator. Predator. I really enjoy that. Um... Terminator's probably the most I've seen him in. But he plays the Terminator very, very, very well. Yeah. But, oh, man, I think we're actually forgetting one. He plays Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, that's true. <laughs> I, I I, would say I'd say that's close, Seth. I think that's a good answer. But I'm actually going to have to go with um, Howard Langston in uh, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his apex. He also plays <laughs> though. He plays in Total Recall. Yes, I don't know, I don't know. he actually he does. A, I do like him a lot in Total Recall. He does do it very well yes. too. I would say definitely his top movies are like Terminator Two, Terminator, Total Recall, and Predator. And the only reason he plays those roles so well, I've never seen Commander. I mean, what about Kindergarten Cop? I mean, oh, <laughs> that's a that's a close call. Um, Twins. I know you're probably going to disagree with me, but I kind of like him in Terminators better. That's my favorite. Uh, my case is it's actually Predator, and I think because he has more of a commanding lead, and there's definitely 20 minutes of just him in it, and he has the best one-liners from any movie in that movie. I don't know. All right. And, and. <laughs> this is what I'd say. And I think he has more dialogue and handles it better, I think. This is what I'd say, my comeback. For enjoyment-wise, I think I like Predator better. 
just because every time I watch Predator, I am laughing it's so still, hard. It's one of those movies that only get better. With yeah, after, that's what I mean. Watched. That's what I mean. So I like, mean, it is a gr- I love. I love, I love Terminator. I, I love mean, Predator. Predator just for the enjoyment factor. Like, I can actually watch Terminator fairly serious and not laugh because it's bad, right? Predator is just like it's like a crank, man. It's, it's like yeah, it's yeah, one it's of those bad, movies, but it's like over the top, so it's and, funny. Almost. But they're trying to do that, so it works. Oh, yeah, it's and, like the peak of masculinity. <laughs> this movie, Predator, is literally. Like the peak of but masculine, that, and that's why I like it so much. But he plays the Terminator like for best acting. I think he plays Terminator the best. I think he's more iconic Terminator, but I think Predator. He's he. I think he's the best. I think he's the most Arnold know, in Predator. I don't know. I mean, I I love it. And then uh, I think um, I think that's really. I mean, the the only I don't really have anything else to say about these movies. I mean, they're easy watches. I mean. They don't. They're not super deep. I mean, it's basically saying you know, technology could evolve to a certain point that could devastate the world, which I think is AI can be scary. But I mean, yeah, I'd say I'm not a boomer, so I mean, technology is <laughs> good for the most part. Okay, boomer. But I would definitely say, if you're here to watch one, either watch the first, then watch the second one, and then don't watch a single Terminator after that. Yeah, definitely um, don't watch one. Just watch one and two. I mean, two you is, can be satisfied said, with one two, two is such a great ending. There's no reason to make any more movies. And honestly, has a phenomenal ending. It is. It is. It's a great ending. It's heart touching. Thumbs up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess let's go into next week a little bit of what we're doing. It, it we have an interesting. Yeah. So next week we have uh, Ford v Ferrari, which I'm mildly excited for. I'm not a big racing fan, but I I think it's. Uh, Christian Bale once again, uh, and Matt not Damon, Term- Terminator Salvation. Uh, so I think it'll be competent. Uh, I think it'll be good. I think I like it. Um, Midway, we which... we have Midway coming up, which is classic uh, horror. Heard heard a lot of or not horror, classic <laughs> war. I've heard yeah. a lot of bad things War-world about it. World War Two. Um, yeah, it's not directed. The director of it is uh, he has some pretty weak lineups. His only movie but, that has any significance to me is uh, Patriot. But there is a lot of actors in it. That I do kind of like. Yes, it's true. Um, also, it's produced by like a Chinese company. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird. I think Chinese a Japanese, Japanese company. That's why I'm saying Chinese. I don't know the difference between the writing, but I'm like assuming it's Chinese. Yeah, yeah. I'm like whatever. But um, Asia area. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Korean maybe. I don't know. But um, and right. then uh, we'll also have uh, Disney Plus is now officially out, so uh, we'll be reviewing the first episode of Mandalorian, and we might do as a teaser. Rick and Morty season four is started, so we might do a little that quick breakdown of Rick and Morty for you too. So yeah. uh, until next week, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Bye.